This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everything Entertainment, thank you so much for joining us on this Thursday afternoon. It's not an official Super Bowl event, but uh, Brett Favre is going to be here Super Bowl weekend. He's going to do a meet and grief autograph session in the Senate Court at Ridgedale. That'll be on Saturday, February 11th, uh, 3rd rather, February 3rd from 11 a.m. to 12.30. Brett Favre. People will be very excited yes, to go will. out and see him and have him sign things. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, okay, looking at this Vanity Fair photo that uh, Donnie has posted for yes. us. Um, there's a lot of... It, it kind of looks like Oprah's royal court a little bit. It's like a tableau setting, you know, mm-hmm. with everybody. And uh, it's Oprah, Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Claire Foy, Zendaya, Michael B. Jordan... Love him. Friday Love him. Yep. Tom Hanks, Jessica Chastain, Michael Shannon, who was who's in Waco right now, Harrison Ford, Gal Gadot, Robert De Niro, and outgoing editor Graydon Carter. But um, only Jessica Chastain and Gal Gadot got a win machine. I think they took all these photos individually at time individually. and put them together. <laughs> but it's just ridiculous it really, because it would be hard to get all those people in the same room. It does look like everyone's superimposed on top of each and, other. And Gal Gadot and uh-huh. Jessica are the only ones with flowing hair. Right. And I, if I ever saw Michael Shannon in that tuxedo in real life or Michael B. Jordan, because they've got they're doing the white yeah. vest, I would faint and no one would be able to get a photograph because I'd be too busy on the ground. And then there, wouldn't, then there wouldn't be all this talk about wax museums, me and Mickey Rourke, and that that's not Donna Mills. It would just be fainting me on the floor. Lori on the floor because she just saw and you wouldn't Shannon. And you wouldn't let me take the picture. That's right. At one point and, this weekend, I remember you put some, you grabbed the wrong lotion. Mm. Mm-hmm. What? And it was when she was she grabbed the wrong lotion and she ends up putting um, I don't know what color it was of clay. Oh, that you put all over her face and she goes, Julia, what have I just put on my face? And you look like you're just a green monster. And she's putting on makeup to go out, but it was like a green mask. And I'm and I'm trying to take a picture of you because you're like, no, no. And I'm like, look this way, no. No. I don't know what that was. I don't either. I gotta find out. I gotta I open my makeup bag that I packed. I still have And getting back to this really. Vandy Fair poster, yeah. which we posted, Harrison Ford looks like he's been dropped in. Well, they, Lori. So I think that is it. But Nicole yeah. Kidman honestly looks so much like Naomi Watts. She really does. Mm-hmm. And uh, Claire Foy from The Crown looks like Sarah Paulson. Well, they kind of do look like. They and do. if they wear their yeah. hair like that, they mm-hmm. can't help it. You mm-hmm. know, people always say, oh, mm-hmm. Lori, she looks like Donna Mills and Sharon Stone. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let's talk about Manuary. Okay. It's the spectacular region. This is the last of our regions before mm-hmm. round two. Our um, firefighter, Bob Kipples, could use some votes. Yes, he could. 
and our um, our snack man Ben, ben Passer mm-hmm. can use votes. Yeah. So I just vo- voted. I voted now like four times today. Yeah, you can vote from every different machine. Device. People. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to do that, you are welcome to. Okay, this it's is not cheating. This is very exciting news. So what? Are, are you enjoying our book for next week? Woman in the window. Love it. And I'm actually reading it. And you know, because you saw me reading it. Yeah. This is a true story. This is a true I'm reading the book. And I, and I said to you, yeah. maybe bring this book because of the plane ride we had going on to the yeah. yeah. It is, you're going to love it. I've never read anything quite like it. And yesterday, I'm opening the Star Tribune. And on Wednesdays, they always have the New York Times bestseller. Yeah. Guess what book is number one? The woman, woman in the window. Yeah. You're it's already it. been optioned yep. for a movie. Stop it. It's already optioned for a movie. Wow. The author is going to be on with us next week. I yep. feel like this is shades of Gillian Flynn yeah. and Gone Girl and Paula Hawkins with Girl on a Train. Yes, because we had both of those before they were made into movies. Yes, right yeah. away. So the next book project that Reese Witherspoon has optioned is a book that Donnie is trying to book for us. Already booked. Already booked. Yep. Grist Mill Road. And, uh, of course, you know, Reese Witherspoon optioned Big Little Lies from the author Lyanne Moriarty and Wild from Cheryl Stray. But, you know, Big Little Lies, that book had come out. That was like... It was out for a while. It was. It was like someone told Mm -hmm. Reese, just read this on vacation. She was looking for a good author. And Mm -hmm. Reese had the, you know, light bulb. This would be a great Because Lyanne Moriarty, when she was on our show, was on for something else. It, yeah, was it was the a one about book. the um yeah big little lies the mother, with several the parents yeah, yeah it wasn't a current book and I think mm-hmm. Reese even admit that so anyway this hot new thriller it which hinges on a gruesome crime among three teenagers in the woods yep. you know I love these kind of books Patrick Matthew and Hannah but Selma Blair Instagrammed uh, photos of herself reading this incredible page turner okay and then. Um, he said, I want to read that book, and it's up your alley. Anyway, so now there's like, you know, maybe Samuel Blair will do it. We do it with Reese Witherspoon's production company. So but that's the way to do it is just get a celebrity to be reading your book. Well, and we have said that to people. Mm-hmm. You know, we would like uh, Reese Witherspoon to option your book. Uh, we would like yeah. Oprah to option your book. I mean, and yesterday I was thinking about our author we had on for The Spring Girls, mm-hmm. which is the modern retelling of Little Women. And a time. But... A lot of people were like the first time I read Little Women, I mm-hmm. think I was in sixth grade. I would not my, want my sixth grader to read The Spring Girls because there's sexually mature, delightful stuff in it that you might not want a fifth or sixth grade girl. Well, she seven. said, Anna Todd said the first time she read Little Women, she was 14, which is past sixth grade. I know, I know that, but what I'm telling you is someone who read the book yeah, and you, you will like the book is that there is the the sex in it is 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 quite good and graphic where it is. And I'm just saying in Little Women, the original book there wasn't there's that. nothing but longing and right. some kissing. So it's more PG-13. I would say it's for your late high school. It was written in the 19th century. So. Yes, and it was <laughs> yes. written in the 19th yes. century. Yes. So like d- your daughter would love it, uh, Donnie, for example. But I'm just saying that like I didn't want to give the caveat that, oh, all the ladies who really feel a, an affinity for little women and they think they're good. Yeah, your girl, we'll give it to them. They'll read it. Maybe that'll be a way you hook them at I, a young age. Yeah. You just only read I, two pages. I couldn't so. do it. Yeah, but it, that would be I, a good, I couldn't do it. It'd be a good book at a cabin. It's right up your alley. I couldn't do it. I okay. denied myself the pleasure. I'm sorry. You really did, and you missed... And I've already given it away, oh, so I can't even read it. There is... A, there are... Meg... 
Yeah, I, I, I'm okay with not reading that book. You oh, loved right. it. I'm so it's happy fine. for you. I'm giving the caveat because we said little women <laughs> and did. people read that at younger ages. Yes. And the spring girls is what I would say would be like junior in high school. Senior. And right. Senior like that. Just that's, more, a good, okay. that's a good thing. I want to be all... All right. Thank you, honey. I'm glad you gave that. Would you like this story to be true that Chris Hemsworth set up Angelina Jolie and Tom Hiddleston and now we can make up a nickname? Let this happen. Let us have Jittles. Jittles. Mm -hmm. Well, no, Angie and Tom. Here's how it happened. (laughs) <laughs> so first, uh, Chris Hemsworth, you know, sat at the fun table with Angelina yes, and he did. some other fun people at the Golden Globes. And they first tried, it could be Tangy. It could. Oh, I like that one. Angelina? I like yeah, that one better. Tangy. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. So first they tried to make that there was something with Chris Hemsworth and her. And Nothing. both their people shut that down because yep. that's totally not true. Now they're trying to say that Chris, who is buddies with Tom Hiddleston, hey, would you like Ann, could you get your number, blah, blah, blah. I don't believe it, even for a second. You know why? Because he went out with Taylor Swift. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not good enough for her. Yeah. I mean, she would judge that. Yeah. Yeah. I would judge that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. It would be. No, no, but that's not happening. Tom Jolina? Listen, she was already married to Johnny Miller, English guy. Yeah. You know, she's already... She's already had that. She's already had that. Yeah, she has. I feel like she's going to... Her next person will be like someone from a completely different industry. Um, And I don't know who it's going to be. Yeah. But she doesn't have time. She doesn't. She has six six children. And I think it'd be really hard to date if you were her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really do. Yeah. Okay. How about this one? Jessica Chastain was at Sundance, and there was a panel called Women Breaking Barriers. Mm-hmm. And Octavia Spencer shared a story, because, of course, they were in the help together. Yes. Oh, gosh. And um, she and Jessica are going to do a holiday comedy together. Yeah. But what she shared with is that she said, I love this woman because she walks the walk and talks the talk. Mm-hmm. And for this movie, this this next movie that they're going to do together, she said, Jessica Chastain said, Octavia, we're going to get you paid in this film. You and I are going to be tied together. We're going to be favored nations, and we're going to make the same thing. Fast forward to last week, we're both making five times what we asked for, and it's because we partnered. I love it. And Octavia Spencer brought up that women of color are paid substantially less, less yeah. than women, yeah. than other white women. Yeah. And so and Jessica Chastain was shocked and appalled and I said, mean, I'm going to do something about it. She's amazing. Sloan. I, she really is, and she's, she's fantastic in Molly's Game. Game. It's and such I a really like that movie. I loved that movie, and that it didn't get any love. It got a screenplay nod from the Oscars, but that's she a good movie. Was really brilliant in that's it. Such and a just good movie. like in The Help, you know, like you wouldn't like I now loved. you look back at The Help and you see that bimboy character. She was so mm-hmm. good. She's a chameleon. She's a very. Yeah, she's a she could actress. be a Meryl. She's she a Meryl is. Streep type of actress. Yeah. She just disappears. And Allison Janney is the Meryl Streep actress for television. Uh, well, not now. She's going to get an Oscar for I Tanya. Even Miss Sloan. Yeah, Miss Sloan. Here and gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. All right, listen, we come back. We got the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Dirt Alert.
All right, Holly, what do you got for us today? Uh, well, I've got a pile of yuck right now. No, oh, all right, there must be more people coming forward about somebody. Oh, yes, and that somebody would be magician David Copperfield, or as one George H.W. Bush likes to say, David Copperfield. Copperfield, oh gosh, remember that? That's right. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of appropriate in this instance. So we have a former model, Brittany Lewis. She claims that magician David Copperfield drugged and assaulted her when she was 17 years old. Mm. She tells her story to The Wrap, and this is her story. She said she met David Copperfield back in September of 1988 in Japan during a modeling contest where David Copperfield was working as a judge for the competition. She claims he then invited her to visit him in California for one of his shows after receiving permission from her grandma. And after the show, Copperfield allegedly took Lewis to a bar where she claims he poured something into her glass. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She says, I asked, what are you doing? He said, oh, I'm just sharing. You know what? He's. I think David Copperfield. He's had this out there. But I think that with this woman stepping forward and sharing her stories, there's going to be all kinds of women because I think he's having a pattern of doing this, like a Bill Cosby kind of a situation. Because there is a woman in Seattle who tried to get him arrested for rape, but it happened in the Bahamas. Yes, and that woman, I think, may have been former beauty queen Lacey Carroll. So that was back in 2007, where Carroll told the FBI, now this is a different story because than the one I just said. Because it was out of country? Okay. Yeah, she accused David Copperfield of sexually assaulting her, but nothing came of the report. Now, interestingly enough... He probably offered her money right, and, and right. this classic, we know how this works. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so terrible. Oh. Yeah, and so... Interestingly enough, a couple hours before uh, Brittany Lewis's story was published in The Wrap, David Copperfield published a message on social media. Mm. He released a statement calling the Me Too movement crucial and long overdue, but urging people to be wary of allegations. So this is what David Copperfield said yesterday. Of course he said that. He knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, I've lived with years of news reports about me, me being accused of fabricated heinous acts with few telling the story of the accuser getting arrested and my innocence. Huh? Knowing, knowing the false accusers can negatively impact the believability of others and are a true disservice to those who have been victims of sexual misconduct. I didn't draw attention to it. So. Uh, that is written yes, by his lawyer. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, and uh, Lacey Carroll, you're right, Lori. She was then Miss Washington, USA. So that is that incident that happened in the Bahamas in 2007. Yes. And then she just went away. You didn't hear anything. And now we know, Mm -hmm. you know, here's an NDA and people, they don't know what other women are out there and they don't want to break it because it says you're going to owe like $2 million or whatever it is. Yeah. So Lacey Carroll's case was dismissed in January of 2010. Now people were bringing this up to try to smear Lacey Carroll that she was later charged with prostitution and a allegedly making a false accusation of rape against another man. So that was her story. Oh, but dear. David Copperfield-ish. Yeah. Ish, ish, there, yes. there have been yep. things and people were just like, oh, whatever, because you need a mass movement, I guess. Yep. Yeah. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. 
With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Mm-hmm. So. Well, we got one. Yeah. We Thank absolutely you. do. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that mass movement, the Me Too movement, Casey Affleck won't be attending the Oscars. Of course, yeah. he won the best Oscar last year for Manchester by the Sea for best actor. Traditionally, that person then presents the best actress Oscar at the next Oscars. But that would be a little awkward since Casey Affleck was sued for sexual harassment back in 2010. And that was the big story last year. And but his no one wife, did anything his, about it. his wife, uh, and it left him. Yes, he was married to a Joaquin Phoenix sister. Mm-hmm. Summer. That, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Oprah. The big news today was that she's not going to run for president. But TMZ points out this fact about that in style interview where she said, "I don't have the DNA to run for the White House." They're saying that that comment was made three weeks before the Golden Globes. So they're saying, "Oh." Well, she'd be crazy to run. I Listen, don't. She's not going to uh, tell in yeah, style exactly if she's going to run. Okay, that's not where she's saying. So she could say whatever she wants. I mean, you know, it's the fluffier the, oh, interview. Sure. Right? Are and you she's, little, and she's selling a um, a wrinkle in time. So that's why she's on the cover right. Of okay. Style. Oh, she is. What, did you ever read that book, Holly? Yes. And I liked. Is it, it a, a sci-fi fantasy? Because I never read that book. I have no idea. Yes, there's a lot of science fiction elements to it, and usually you read that book around middle school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and uh, there's definitely other dimensions and other. It's hard to explain. I wonder what how the movie because I think Ava DuVernay. Yes, she directed it, and it stars Reese Witherspoon. That's why she's sitting on Oprah's lap on the yep. cover of Vanity Fair <laughs> yep. magazine with and three Zendaya. legs and three hands. It's kind of like Oprah's royal court. Oh, of course. That cover. Yeah. Isn't Zendaya in A Wrinkle in Time? No, no, no. She, she was not. in. She was in the. Um, yeah, the sh- P.T. Barnum movie. That's right. She was in The Greatest Showman. Um, That's that, the Indian actress. Uh, Mindy Kaling. Mindy oh, Kaling. Okay, it's yeah. Yes. And then Reese Witherspoon and Oprah, they play the three other dimensional witches that okay. are in that movie. Chris Pine plays the dad. And Are you excited? Ooh. Should we be excited about this? We don't have to watch the book. We can just go to this movie. And well, hopefully... I have the book if you'd like to read it. Oh, no. My mom gave it to my boys and they, the cover was too outdated. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but you know how the but cover, I mean, because they were re- reading, reading Harry Potter and Lucy, you know, and all the, the stuff about all the uh, uh, Greek gods and everything like that. Um, they oh, were, Percy Jackson. Percy Jackson, yes. thank you. They were reading all those at the time, and they were like, nope. Mm-hmm. Makes a difference. Can't sell me on this cover. All right. Well, can I sell you on a new job for Tamron Hall? She just yes. received <gasps> a new deal with Investigation Discovery. She's going to return to that network, and you'll be able to see her in an upcoming series that will be similar to her one, Deadline Crime, that she did back in 2013 for the network. And she'll be taping all new episodes. I'm bummed. I'm totally bummed. Why? I want her, I want her to be on, on NBC morning. on the morning. But she's ABC, doing that talk CBS? show, remember? She has when? that deal uh, to do a syndicated talk show. And that deal was signed, I think, last year. For it was, but we haven't heard. Uh, you know, I don't or know, but they, but they were working on okay, it. Okay, maybe it it'll be a summer test because yeah. I think she would be amazing. Oh. Yeah, and it would be a syndicated talk show. So I don't know what the production process is as far as Tamara right. Hall's talk yeah. show, but. 
but she will be on ID in 2019. So. Okay, did anyone have a chance to see either of the two episodes that have aired of Anne Curry's We're Not Alone? No. No, I feel no. like I would cry through yeah. the whole thing. I DVR'd it. I'm going to try and watch one yeah. for tomorrow just to t- test it out because I'm. she was always very good at these She's, in-depth in, she pieces. She is. Yeah, and I think, you know, I might be speaking out of school with this, but her new show, I bet if you just went to PBS.org, it, it be, yeah, you could find it. Yeah, yeah. Find you it. could find the whole yep. thing. Uh, Justin Timberlake, everybody's favorite, he just released his third single from the Man of the Woods album, and it's Say Something featuring Chris Stapleton, and they're both playing guitars and wearing plaid I heard it. shirts. Are we going to play it? I'll check. I'll find yeah. it. It was actually good. It was like, okay, finally there's something that's good, but he's got Chris Stapleton, Stapleton on to, it. Yeah. And it has definitely a kind It's the first song that sounds Man of the Woodsy flannel shirty. Okay, good. <laughs> and yeah. Chris Stapleton, speaking of him, he is going to be performing at the Grammys this Sunday right. with Emmy Lou Harris. Oh, that'll be amazing. That is going to be amazing. So that will be amazing. And also wanted to share this cute little story about Ed O'Neill, the actor from Modern Family and Married with Children. He didn't know who Taylor Swift was when he met her at a party. So then he took a selfie with Taylor Swift, sent it to his daughter, where he was promptly shamed. And he, she said, I'm having you committed, Dad. Oh, Dad. I know. My dad would know who Taylor Neither Swift would I. Yeah, no kidding. And not a kid, not a clue. And then once Ed O'Neill found out who Taylor Swift was, he did leave the party and said, nice to meet you, Taylor. Oh, that's that's, not, so that's an awesome story. <laughs> that's yes. so cute. Did he tell that on the couch somewhere? On Ellen. Oh, he did. That's okay. Cute. Thank, Thank you, you. Oh, we'll watch pretty much anything Andy Cohen has something to do with. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Just tell him your theory, Lauren. My theory today also involves my favorite headline today, which is that of why did Tom Cruise join Instagram today? Oh. Oh, because he wants... All right. Why did Tom Cruise... And, of course, what did he reveal? That his movie has a name of Mission Impossible 6. That's right. He revealed the sixth Mission Impossible title, and somebody actually said to him, Tom, Instagram... It's where all the young kids are oh, going. Yeah. And he and on his and, Instagram account, it's videos of him doing stunts. Well, so far, is that all? Uh, yeah, I saw it. Is it. How many are on there? Let how many look. posts are on there? Because he is on, Tom Cruise has been on Twitter or somebody runs his Twitter. We've tweeted about him we so much. We were blocked at one point. No, we weren't blocked. Tom Cruise follows oh, us. Oh, he follows us. Official that was it. Tom I knew something Cruise happened follows us the last time we checked but no we haven't um yeah tom cruise follows you it's right there on his thing and it's because of of all the times we had tom cruise in a thing it's probably okay so he just joined today he's done two posts Mm -hmm. one of them is getting at is on a helicopter Mm -hmm. we've upped the ante for the sixth hashtag mission impossible i can't wait for you guys to see more and then the second post is summer 2018 Fallout, Mission Impossible, the Fallout. Get ready. And his Twitter and Instagram are linked. It's like ours are. Yes. He's got 669,000 followers and he's following no one. Yeah. I'm not going to follow him. Just okay. to spite him. Well, we don't follow him either. It's so funny. He follows us, but we don't follow him back, which oh. I think is hysterical. Do you think he, it upsets him? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But I just think it's interesting. I remember the... Day that that happened, and I, I called too. you, Julia. Julia. 
Tom Cruise is following it. We thought it was because of all of our Scientology, Scientology talk. Well, probably for years. It probably oh, yeah. is. They're mm-hmm. keeping track of, I don't know, whatever, but I still, it just is a point. I've just never followed him back. And we're not following him on Instagram. Okay. So, but we're just going to tease him and peek at his so stuff. So, anyway, my theory is so it's just, it is the theory. Is, you agree that somebody just said this is, you got to get on this oh, platform and this will be the perfect thing and we'll run it. Rhonda, your good Scientology friend that you've of known course. for 15 years. And then it was also it's, under the stewardship of whatever movie company is putting this out. Absolutely. Their social media managers. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that happened today is that there's a headline that Surrey Cruz and Katie Holmes, they want Tom to see the daughter. I believe it. It yeah. has got she's to be. She's 11 years old. How painful 11? would it be to the, be in love with your dad and then him ditch your butt? Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, and he was so out loud in his love with yeah. her. And that last, I still remember he took her to Disneyland, yep. throwing After her up the in the air in the pool and making yeah. sure yeah. photographers photos, yeah. had access yeah. to the thing. But more than that, she remembers that. Of course she does. How how hurtful would it be for your dad to dump you? When you're seven. Because of a religion. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's going to do? I mean, she's a suppressive. No, he already has dumped her. He's already dumped her. Yeah. I mean, unless, it's, you know, she... Uh, he's dumped her. Can reach, you know... Right now, Katie would be all about... My theory about Katie on this would be that she is protecting her, uh, but also having to be as honest... However you deal with how brutally honest are you with someone given their age? She's 11. She's 11. I mean, I remember Mm -hmm. there were many times when my mom did not want to explain something to us girls. And since I was the oldest, I would be the one to press it. And my mom would often say, you don't need to know about that. I would say this. I'll tell you when you need to know. And I would be mm-hmm. like, okay. And we would just accept it because how would you explain that? I think 11 is, she might be giving, I don't think she's giving excuses, but I think it, maybe she's working with a psychologist oh, I'm to sure help with how to have the conversation. Because, you know, she's a first time mom, but she is from a big family and right. she seems close with her parents. But like, you he know, got her, her out. You know, her siblings too, Isabella mm-hmm. and Connor. You know, yeah. how do you just not have any but connection? The, but, the, but Suri maybe doesn't really remember. Well, she would have a memory seven of them. Seven old. She would have a memory. Mm-hmm. Was she seven or was she... She was six. It was right when she was getting ready. She was five. Was she five? Yeah, she was five, Julia. So uh, my theory is that most people, the earliest memory they have is around four. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember a friend of mine said to me or something happened to her baby that she thought was traumatic. And should I tell him when he's older? And then she, she, I said, well, how old was he when this happened? And she Mm -hmm. said, six months. I said, nobody remembers (laughs) six months. Crying out loud. I drop you down the stairs when you were six months. Do you remember? Yeah. Please. I do. Thanks a lot. Yeah, so, no, that's not going to happen. All right, so what do, was... Do you agree with that theory, though? I don't even know what it was. It's a bunch of theories in Just one... Tom Cruise people said you need to be in touch with the younger people, start an Instagram account. Yeah. Start an Instagram account, mm-hmm. and uh, we do have a theory that uh, Katie Holmes has a huge balancing act as a loving mother, and under the guidance, we hope, of a good counselor to have these difficult conversations because oh, Suri, sure. going all the way back to the memory she remembers from four let's just say and there's pictures mm-hmm. and That's also good. because of she might even remember back to three because she did things like 
private jets and, you know, like maybe flying to different places right. and being some somewhere. You always ask me why I have like a good memory for childhood stuff. Mm-hmm. It was because we moved. So there were all these, these big lines in the sand. Right. Okay, here I was in, we lived in this place. And by, yep. so when you move and when you change locations, it imprints in your memory. So I say Suri remembers from three. Oh, Lori. So, whatever time, whatever. Yeah, no, that's the theory. So, really, now we're expanding the theory to make up another theory. I love this. Lori, I love it. Now, was there something that Tom Cruise was involved with you not pushing the buttons to record our audio at the SAG Awards? Julia, okay. Do you think it was the Scientologists that were behind your not pushing the correct buttons? Let me just, let me, this isn't (laughs) a theory. This is a fact. Okay. This ought to be good. I want to see how you can twist this one around. Oh, you're going to applaud me, okay? (laughs) We'll see. Here's the fact. If I had not gone 14 years ago to a Saturday and Sunday at the Guthrie of the casting of the VH1 behind the scenes of the Partridge family and met Rosalind Jarrett Mm -hmm. and so dazzled and impressed her and the producer, because I was the only media person to come back the second day, (laughs) we would never have been invited to the Screen Actors Guild Awards in In the the first first place place. for us to have all the wonderful years of audio that worked and the one year that didn't. So all at the end of the day. that was something. It's because of you. It is because because of of me. Mm -hmm. Do you deny that's a fact? No, that's have to do with pressing the button. No, I don't <laughs> no. deny that she was on our show. No, do you n- I deny? I do not deny that she was on our show, no, but, but I think it took the working of both of us. But and it, had I never applied, no. we would never have but gone. But she said to me, you must come to the Screen Actor Guild Awards. I said, what's that? What would we do? She said, well, you're media. You're interviewing Hello? me right now. And I had the fake... Record. I just told her, I've got a recorder in my bag. I pressed on. I mean, can you believe? I told them that because we know you don't know how to push on. But they didn't know that. But I know that the producer gave. I interviewed him. I interviewed him, and I said, "Don't worry, I don't need to take notes. I've got a little recording thing in my bag." They were so impressed. I asked really good questions. I don't believe it. I did, Julia. I carry in a Nabo who I didn't know, and I was like, "Who's going to be David Cassidy?" And do you know what a hit show this is going to be? Blah blah blah. And how did Emma get Stone there? was cast to be <clears throat> the little girl? I'm just mm-hmm. saying okay. that that dazzling—that's a fact. <laughs> And that led us to having 12 audio years of 13. magic. But we didn't have magical audio this year. This was mm-hmm. our 13th year. Maybe that was it. It was okay. the number. So back off, Julia. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying back <laughs> off, but I just wanted to remind you. I'm so glad you did. Remind you uh-huh. also, you know, who said she was going to write and get our nipples on Sex in the City. Because oh, for God's sakes. Oh, now we're going to toot my I, other horn. No, I had one job to do, Julia. You, I knew I was afraid I of you. you. Julia was the CEO of yeah. the nipple business. Well, you, because you wouldn't do anything. I didn't do so anything. I was completely I lazy. All. Julia did everything. She did so much work. It was incredible. That's But she believed, and so did I. Yeah. But she yeah. said, you have to deliver people. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't 
worry. I'm going to get it on Sex in the City. And you're like, you just better get it on something. <laughs> you well, know. you got it on to tell the no, truth. You know, Donnie, we, we made secrets. the whole world talk about well, nipples you did. in four oh. days before the internet. You did. Okay. I mean, it was really like kind of a magical time of just the right timing and belief. You got to have belief, people. That's my other theory. Uh-huh. Believe in yourself. Oh. Julia. Uh-huh. I, she's very snorting her little mentholadium stick so right now. She's like, I'm almost done with the congestion. She's people. already like, you could take that to the bank, and she's putting her little mentholadium nose stick up her nose. Take that one. Take that one, Julia. Such a I long see the way traffic. To go. To people need to laugh. Oh my gosh, it is ugly out there. But we are losing. We are losing in one big thing today. We have lost the people's, people's confidence, confidence of Donna Mills. And it really bothers All me. All because we didn't use a damn flash at the you polo lounge. You couldn't use a flash. They a flash. yelled at you because, first of all, Lori, you said something so dumb. It's I can't remember where it was. It might have been the night of 9 plus 2. What's 9 plus 2? When you asked me, how do I take a picture in here? It's so dark. And our friend goes, oh, you turn on your flash. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I mean, Lori. Wow. Lori really had never something covering her brain called sense. I mean, just blackout. Okay, but yet the girl can make magical things happen, Uh. so somebody else can do the technical things. I can't see you. How do I take a picture of you in the dark? I'll get out of here. Cause stop giving me some crap. We'll be right back with our favorite headlines too. (laughs) All right, let's. uh, I got a. That's Justin Timberlake singing with uh, Chris Stapleton. The third song, third video came out, and of course, uh, you know, uh, Justin Timberlake got up at some music award show a couple years ago and sang Tennessee Whiskey with Chris Stapleton, and then people were like, "Who's that guy?" Right. You know, so he kind of did. For Chris Stapleton, what Miss Janet Jackson did with him when he was in a yeah. group called In Sync, and she invited him to tour. But you know, I'm never forgetting. Yeah, really? He can, and maybe this was always planned because his album comes out next week. But he was really a lot of people were shading him hard about his Vegas comment. Oh gosh, yes, that it's where people go to retire. <laughs> he really got some shade. Yeah, I, and it kind of going uh-huh. on. It's like, oh, is he judging you, Brittany? Is right. he judging you, Celine, J Lo, Mariah, Lionel Richie? The, the long right. list, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and it's been a long time since Vegas was thought of as a cheesy place where absolutely. people go to. Absolutely, yeah. I think I think Celine Dion was part of changing that. And think about it—a a big part of why a lot of no, these... Cher was Cher was before Celine Dion, wasn't she? She was. I think she was a big part of changing that, and it's yeah. Well, you know, here's what he told the um, Vulture or whatever magazine. He said, you know, the person who did Vegas better than anybody was Prince. He had a residency for like three months there at the, I can't remember what hotel my brother, the super fan, went to. I feel like it was at the Palm for some reason. It might have been. It might have been. But I mean, one of the things that Justin Bieber 
No, Justin Timberlake. I mean, Justin Timberlake is, if you look at, like, why did Britney do it? Why did Mariah, J-Lo, Celine? That's right. And the residency allows your kids to have a stable thing while you go and do your nighttime job without touring all the world. Well, guess who's going to be touring all around the world? Because that's how you make your money is when you're playing in front of people. Right. You can play it in one place or you can tour all around the world. Mm -hmm. Guess who's going to be going on tour for a year? I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. It's all about. It is. It is. Him, 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 him. He is so petty. So anyway, he's getting a lot of crap. So he's like, I better get out my country song with Chris Stapleton today. Let's change up the order. Let's change up the love. Mm -hmm. Let's get some love going. Well, in the. Because that's just weird to me that that would be scary to be in one place. Come on. Is that what he said? Yeah. Well, remember, he kept his. He's. Now, we'd have to re-verify it, but supposedly he still owns his bachelor pad in the Hollywood Hills well, and, and remember, never sold it. And he always has had his Hollywood golf, um, excuse me, his Las Vegas celebrity golf tournament mm-hmm. that he would always have before, um, what's the award show, the music award show that's in Vegas? AMAs. Yeah. American Music yep. Awards. Looks like Prince was at the Rio? Yes, yeah. that's where he was. Okay. And I don't know it's how long... Next to the Palm. Isn't the Palm and the Rio the same place? I'm thinking no, they're the two different hotels. Oh, no, that's what I was thinking of the Rio. They're down the same yes. end of the strip. Yes. Yes, that's what I was saying. Because we had a very funny night at the Palm. That's where yes, the Playboy uh, Tower is. That's where Hef and the girls next door always stayed in that reality show. Okay, how good does this sound? I know this is like a real nonsense. Right, is I won't this tell you. like some kind of a food thing or no, a drink uh, yeah, thing? Yeah, but I'm not going to tell you yet. You're going to no. tell me a food thing? Well, I am because it sounds so good right now. <laughs> Julia. Can I? Wow. Nice segue. That was just like we were at one end of the park and then all of a sudden I find myself underwater without any pants. I'm starving. <laughs> but I just thought this sounded so good. Okay. A butterscotch mo- mocha coffee drink at Caribou Coffee. That just sounds. It sounds delicious. Wonderful. It just sounds okay. so good. All right. That was my just. Yeah. All right, yeah. Back mm-hmm. to you. Twilight okay. Zone moment. It was. I mm-hmm. liked it though. Well, how long was he at the Rio? Uh, oh. oh, you didn't look. Uh, it was yeah, brief. Was they said it was extremely brief. Yeah, it, it was. was. A, it was a brief run. And yeah, and, and he just liked it, and it was fun. And Mighty Garcia went to it because yes. she wrote about it in her book. Um, all right, what other headlines? We what have do done? we have for you here? Is Princess Eugenie's fiance a moron? His grandmother thinks so. Well, whatever. Yeah, I did not read any of the London <laughs> papers either. today. I, I cannot right. speak on that. But I can't okay. imagine right. that the grandmother would say. Not, no, 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 not not it, his grandmother. His grandmother thinks grandmother so. said it. Yeah, not yeah. not Queen Elizabeth. Nobody knows what she right. thinks about anything. That's true. Why would his grandmother say his? He's a moron. Uh, Again. Knows? I didn't read my British papers. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to. Online. Too. That's all, right. Mm-hmm. all right, fine. Katy Perry in Head to Toe Versace at Craig's in Hollywood. I think yeah. I did post this the other day. Glamour tacky. Uh, uh, Julia, she was there the night after we were there. Gosh, I, well, I... I know. I thought she I looked thought, glamorous I as totally, hell. With her totally, short, totally, totally, totally. short hair. I loved everything about that outfit. Yep. Lord. In this hashtag Me Too moment, every man I know is having to check himself. It's true. It is, that is absolutely so true. true. It is yes. absolutely true. A little bit went down at a gentleman's club in London at the Dorchester, and uh, some people, some financier, big wigs in the finance world, are getting taken to task. Well, and also for Lord, behaving badly. But Lord, like a week, uh, excuse me, uh, like about a year ago, I don't know if it was before or after the Grammy, she tweeted, Old men in power have a storm coming, the likes of which they cannot comprehend. Oh. 
So, oh. and you know, she's a New Zealander or whatever. So right. she yeah. wasn't talking about uh, President Trump or anything. No. She was talking, I don't know about what, but they brought up and she's like, oh yeah, my prophetic tweet. Um, and she just said, no, every man is having to uh, be aware of his misogynistic biases and understand what is consent. And this is good. I was very impressed with this Billboard Lord interview. It's very good. If you're a Lord fan. Oh, no. And we've heard from some people, Julia. I, I'm not they ain't never going to those concerts where you got to zip up the phone. Hell no. Just so you know. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. Okay. I just miss the days when everyone would just light their lighter and just... You can light your lighter. We'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs>